I'm laying it all down again Just to hear you say that I'm No one else can take your place. I want to feel the warmth of your embrace. Lord, help me find. Help me find a way. Lord, bring me back to you.
When I am weak 
You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel, not to give up or be a fool. You are my only Sing Jesus Jesus You are the Lamb of God Oh what is Your name You are the land of God. What is your name? Father Lord, we celebrate you, Lord. We allow your name. Thank you because you are God. Thank you for your unending love towards us. Thank you because by your stripes we are made healed. Thank you because by your outstretched arms, Lord, have given us an invitation to come to you. I've asked us to come to those who are, who are burdened. I've asked us to come. To us who doesn't know what to do, you have asked us to come. To us who doesn't know what to do next, who are confused, you have asked us to come. You do not segregate. You are a loving father. You are a present father. You are a good, good father. Lord, we honor you this morning. Thank you for protection. Thank you for provision. Thank you for because you are ever present help even before trouble comes and even in time of troubles. Please accept our worship. Please accept our thanksgiving. Lord, let your word, let it lift us up. Let your word let it cause a good stare in our hearts. Let your word, let it transform us. Let your word, let it instruct us. 
Let your word, let it reform us. And Lord, at the end, oh God, take all the glory, take all the honor, and let the blessings be ours. For in Jesus' mighty name, we've prayed. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Um, my deliberation this morning um, is from Matthew chapter 25, from verses 1 to 13. Matthew chapter 25, from verses 1 to 13. Matthew 25. Um, last week, Sunday, we looked at preparing to advance. Um, the Sunday before, we looked at light for advancement. Today, we'll be looking at advancing in our relationship with our Father. Matthew 25, 1 to 13 is a story that I believe we are all familiar with. But by experience, I don't like to assume that people are familiar with any part of the scripture. Because the Bible says that the word of God, they are new every morning. Uh, Matthew 25, 1 to 13 so, in a bit to get us to read, to study the word together. So, we'll read together one, two, shoot. Then, the kingdom of heaven shall be like, like to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Verse two. Now, five of them were wise. And five were foolish. Three, those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Verse six, and at midnight a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Stay here, go out to meet him. Um, what I'm about to say is not, I think I just saw it now. So, um, for some, I think one of the things that caught up with the five foolish ones was that they said, that, uh, it is night already, I would get oil in the morning. Um, that's for some of us who make excuses when it comes to making our ways right with God. Verse 7. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, no, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But you rather go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. Hold on. I've told us, I've used swimming 
as an example for us before. If you see someone in a pool or in any, maybe in a river, drowning and struggling, ta, 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 ta. if you see experienced people, rescuers, they don't go to them at that time. Because if you go to them, they will kill you. At that time, when they still have strength, they wait for them to exhaust all their strength. But if you go to them at the time when they are still struggling, the chances are that when you go there, they would grip you in a way that you may not even be able to rescue yourself and rescue them. So they wait till they exhaust their strength. So the wise answered saying, we can't give you so that there won't be enough for the both of us. So verse 10. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding. And the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, As shortly I say unto you, I do not know you. And verse 13. Watch therefore. For you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. It just dawned on me now that I should have just worn a bishop collar, neck, and suit to preach this sermon. But this is a sermon on repentance. You don't stay jiggy. Preaching. <laughs> Preaching. Repentance. Okay. So Jesus said a lot of things. Jesus spoke about a lot of things. But was very serious. How and when he spoke about heaven. He spoke about many things, but was always very serious. How and whenever he spoke about heaven. We attend church, but we have different belief system when it comes to meeting with the Lord. A lot of us said, a lot, some, of, some young people say that uh, their mother paid the price for them, that they don't even need to do so much. Some young people hide under the grace. Um, Preachers, once saved, forever saved. They forget the part of the scripture that says that let everyone work out their salvation with fear and trembling. Some just believe that this whole thing is a scam. Okay, they play. Some are just nowhere in the mix. And that's why they are so neutral and lackadaisical. Jesus was not ambiguous about his coming at all. He was not ambiguous about his coming at all. We can talk about advancement. We can talk about financial advancement, la, 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 all of those things. But after making all the money, after making all the career, career strides and all, 
what will be the end of your soul. So it wasn't ambiguous about his coming at all. It was definite about his coming. It wasn't like maybe I will come or most likely I will come. It was definite about his coming. If you see the manner with which he spoke, you will see urgency in his voice. I remember one of the things that Jew accused pastors of. Every time during the minister's Thanksgiving, every year, it's always said, Ah, you people, when last did you preach about heaven in your church, in your parishes? So you are preaching heaven this morning. Not out of directive, but because it is important we remind ourselves. <laughs> it is important we remind ourselves. Ordinary malaria slapped me and I was already trying to put my house in order. That's not why I preached it. Though. I was going to preach it today. <laughs> so don't think it's aftermath of malaria this week. If you see the way a man Jesus spoke, you see the urgency in his voice. It doesn't matter how you started. Many of us say, ah, in our house, we are from a Christian family. We fast 18 times in a week. It doesn't matter how you started. It doesn't matter if you have lost it as well. God wants us to remind ourselves. God wants me to remind you. So that the time of refreshing can come for you again. And who knows, tomorrow I may not be the pastor of Treasure Hill again. Because I'm seeing some moves. I'm also making some moves. So while I'm still here, let me tell you the truth. One of the things believers don't do anymore that they don't live with heaven in view again. Everything is all about I want to be this here, I want to be this, I want to be this. But nobody, we no longer live with heaven in view anymore. Will you address to church this morning? Is it in view of heaven?
maybe I should even say this. The brother is not here. On Friday, I just got discharged from the hospital. I was struggling up to now, not started eating. Don't have appetite for anything. So I asked one of my friends, where can I get pepper soup? Said, ah, there's a place in Ekoi called Tiger Bar. Go there, they have, you can get catfish. So I went with my younger brother as I was entering. Bank road. As I was entering, just saw this my fine brother, treasury brother. Full table, plenty girls. Me, I'm still struggling for my health. <laughs> I just bought pepper soup and went home, jejeli. And these are the same set of people that will come. <laughs> Pastor, take my CV. I don't have thing, something I'm doing. I need help. We have table full of stout and different things with loud music. Mm-hmm. There are many distractions in our generation. So many. An example. This thing we carry called phone has become another God. They took mine from me. I almost lost it. Some of us, that's the first thing we talk to in the morning when we wake up from sleep. My phone, my phone. Some of us can't live without our phone. What is idolatry? Idolatry is not slaughtering rams and bowing down to one image only. Idolatry is, sim is simply anything you put first before God has become an idol. Are you enjoying breakfast this morning? I should shout. <laughs> Anything you put first before God. Your relationship that failed, you didn't do anything wrong. 
God just showed you that he's bigger than you. When you put man, hey, he's not picking my call, oh. hey, hey, I'm dying. Oh my God. And God just showed you that when last did you cry that you didn't hear from him? And so that that relationship doesn't destroy you. It just quickly destroyed it. Out of all the problems in the world, I know some people might still be here listening to me. <laughs> Who have not recovered from was it on Wednesday or Tuesday, February 14th? Tuesday. Can you imagine? I didn't get anything. So you didn't do anything wrong that made that relationship not to work. may just be God trying to save you from you. Stay awake at night to pray. No. But you can stay awake till 1 a.m. to talk to one girl in America because that's our closing hour from work. Because of the time difference. And you can start from 1 a.m. and end at 3 a.m. And you won't feel dizzy. And you're wondering why God ended that relationship. Don't forget, he said, I'm a jealous God. Don't get it. I'm not saying you shouldn't put in the work to make your relationship work. But as you service your relationship, have everyone in view as well. Especially if you now go and have relationship with people like us who God loves so much. You now took us from God. I said that you will survive. So be careful. So idolatry is not just slaughtering rams or bowing to some images. Idolatry is anything we put first before God. Matthew 25, 13. The last verse we read. Matthew 25, 13. It says, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. 
Watch means be careful. It could also mean be ready. You have to live ready. Because Jesus can come anytime. Jesus can come anytime. And guess what? The part of the part of the sermon where you won't like me, I'm getting there. Be bothered about yourself in this matter. Be what? Be bothered about yourself first in this matter. You can't be bothered about how someone else writes an exam. Because they won't give you the person's mark. They can only give you your own mark on how you wrote your own exam. So say to the person beside you, be bothered about yourself first. The Bible says that the coming of the Lord is like a snare, like a trap. In other words, we are not supposed to live a life that is careless. We are not supposed to live a life that is careless. Now see Christian artists. Now. One who is so close to me, one day I asked me, I said, what's all this madness all over the place? Are you guys doing tumba or you are doing whatever? So if I'm charging for gig, I'll charge like 10 times because the same amount I'm using to praise God, if I need to praise you, you have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. Ha. Say, okay, sir. If you notice well, if you notice me well, this day I don't argue with people anymore. Where's the time? I can't even argue with myself. You can't live life carelessly. You must get to a point where you stop people in the midst of conversations and tell them, don't destroy my life. I can't be part of this conversation. I'm sorry. I got to go now. But, you know, I say to people, there's a thin line between loving gist and being part of gossip. And no gossiper, is it gossip, is, it, is there anything like gossiper? No gossip. <laughs> we'll make it to heaven. Well, let's use gossiper. <laughs> we'll make it to heaven. to be in the center of every conversation. 
feel, if they start, you say, mm, one day, please, I don't want to be part of this convention. I have to go now. Thank you. Until people know you for the fact that they can raise certain conversations. It's just like me sitting down there. I'm talking about Pastor Adeboe. You know, sometimes when I see people talking about, I just look at the girls like, how many lives does this guy have? I look front, I look back. It's always like the man is inside the room. I just quickly stand up and I leave gingerly. I don't want trouble for my life. That's just an example. If you live ready, you won't keep malice. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. If you, if, you are, if you are even conscious, you won't keep malice. If you are even conscious, you won't roll with a man who is not a friend of God. You know why? Because a man who can betray God will definitely betray you. <laughs> Psalm chapter 1 verse 1. Blessed is the man who standeth not, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sits the seat of the scornful. He now went forward. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his Lord does him day, day and night. Verse 3. Look at what happens to him. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, whose leaf will not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. Don't take the word, my word to you or to all of us as young people. Don't take the word grace upside down. Grace is a teacher. Grace is not an indulger. Grace is a teacher. Grace is not an indulger. <laughs> you are living in season of grace. Grace, 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 grace. May you not be disgraced. In Matthew 25 that we just read, Number one, thing to note, everybody started well. You can start well. It doesn't matter. 
if you don't end well. Starting well doesn't matter. All that matters is ending well. So it's not just by starting well. What matters to God is that you end well. And I pray for you and for me that we will all end well in the name of Jesus. Revelations 2.25. Revelations chapter 2.25. Revelations 2.25. Which Bible says, but hold fast what you have till I come. Hold fast what you have till I come. It didn't say hold fast till you want. It didn't say hold fast till you are tired. It didn't say hold fast till it is no longer trending. Because the subject matter of heaven is no longer trending. If you saw it sounds, it feels so awkward sometimes preaching about heaven in a young people's church. And I wonder, after all the gymnastics, after all the, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be that, I want to be that. Where do you want to end up? Like, where do you want to end up? All these investments of Christ, is he a joke to you? Hold fast this salvation that you have received till I come. Don't let nothing snatch it away from your hand. Don't let this so-called civilization snatch it from your hand. Why is it always a big deal? If I walk into the club today, Linda KG will carry it. Why is he always a big deal? They know those of you who carry light. Of course, I'm, I'm not the only one in the club. But there's something about me that is different from other people out there. They want to celebrate that they've caught one big fish. May God not let the devil celebrate over you. Hold fast till what? Till I come. Not till you f- until you feel like. Till when you feel like. <laughs> Some of these things, we don't hear it anymore. That's why you see a lot of recklessness in the world today. Sex no longer mean anything anymore. 
anybody can just go inside somewhere off light and on it after some minutes. Anybody can just get drunk and put it on their WhatsApp status. Are you not ashamed of yourself? Anybody can just wake up in the morning and just put water and be twerking. Anybody can just wake up and just decide to do anything they like. I'm, I'm an adult. If you have to remind someone that you are an adult, it just shows that you are actually not an adult. To be honest, I'm being honest, I, and I stand to be corrected. Is the light? Where is the light? There's so much darkness in the world today. If you die today, God forbid, where will you end up? I'm one of the few people, I don't fear the subject matter of death. Not because I just feel that it will happen, it will shall happen to anyone. Everyone. It's one breakfast that all of us must eat. At some point, if God didn't spare Jesus, some of my friends we jokingly said something that ah, maybe Jesus had to even go at 33. Because at the time, women used to wear robe. God quickly said, My son, become me no more before they start wearing bomb shorts. Quickly, <laughs> come back. <laughs> but then it was robe. You know, there was no recklessness like this. Sometimes you even go to offices and you see some people and you wonder, what is this? What's going on here? What's going on here? And these mad people. Ordinary US visa, they won't open bread so at the airport. Oh. I'm telling you, just visa snap, st uh, stamp. They will be at their best behavior. They will even tie head, do everything. And look for once like uh, somebody where because you want to cross border. So it doesn't matter if you started well. All matters with God that you end well. Number two, in the story we, had, we read, all of them were virgins. <laughs> Do you know what it takes to be a virgin? In today's age, it means the fourth pressure. It means they fought pressure. 
default thoughts. Because these days, just going on Instagram, things can just pop up. Snapchat has become a field for all sorts of nonsense. Default thoughts. There were times in the night where it gets so cold, but they fought and fought very hard. Why they remained a virgin or why they remained virgin was because they fought something. In Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Let's read together one, two, go. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. That's why we must live ready. That's why we must live ready. That's why we don't leave the service and jump into some terrible things. Align with what you have been taught. That's why in church some people are setting P. Some people are setting P. You see different cars picking some people up. You don't even know Uber again and personal <coughs> riders anymore. And you too. I don't want to have anything to do. I don't want to have anything to do with him. I don't want to have anything to do with him. I don't want to have anything. Yet, you have been to three different restaurants with him. Some of us have eaten our future with fork and knife. I don't want to have anything to do with him. I don't have anything to do with him. I don't want to have anything to do with him. He's the one who has money that he's spending. So, in your widest mind, there's any Nigerian, Nigerian man that will be spending money, even the one he stole, that will be spending money without wanting to see the return on his investment. Because one day, bushmeat will catch the hunter. I don't want to have anything to do with him. He's just, he's just, he's just my friend. He's just this, he's just that. You went to a restaurant, you saw the bill they gave him. 50, 60 something thousand. And the guy looked at the bill. He looked at your face. He took a deep breath. Hmm. Okay. And he intentionally made you see the bill. Very well. So that you understand that <laughs> I'm putting so much into this. He paid. He called you again. 
You can't tell him, ah, I'm with someone. Me and someone, I have somebody serious I'm talking to already. You went again. Someone serious is calling you again. You are telling the person, ah, you are just friends, so it's just one of those, my, there's a language they use. My, is it chasers? Admirers, thank you. <laughs> Can we stop all these irresponsible behaviors? Can we stop this? I think it was the last time somebody brought five names to me to pray was maybe like three years ago. And I had the best, only you. <laughs> I said, only you. How? Where? How come? <laughs> so I said, so what do you want me to do? I should cast die. Die is only names. I'm telling that. It's not Jide. It's Shegu. It's John. Or it's, um, it's David or Daniel. So I'll now start telling you if you go with Daniel. Mm. <laughs> you must live ready. Jesus is coming soon. Yes, some of you say we've been he hearing this for a very long time. A prominent, a top South African musician was killed the other day. Jesus has come for him. What is left for him now is to face the judgment throne of God. After death, there's nothing, other, there's nothing else. Jesus can come anytime. If you are expecting all those Mount Zion movies that you've watched, <laughs> that one guy with on, we <laughs> Luke twelve forty three. Luke twelve forty three. Blessed is the servant whom his father, will, his master, will find so doing when he comes. How do you know someone is doing well? It's not by the, it's so unfortunate that we live in a world where we measure doing well by physical substance or by substance. How you know someone is doing well? Are you the person's maker that you measure whether the person is doing well? Are you the one who made that, who created the person in the first place? You are not even in the position to measure, to ascertain whether someone is doing well. But success is relative to, the, to purpose. What did God create the person for? Is he doing well? 
in that area. I can't imagine a messy with microphone preaching. Maybe he will say a few things. But I think he's in the space where God has made for him already. I pray for you, you will not disappear like smoke. Yeah. Number three, which is the final one, they took the alarms. They took their lamps. So one thing is certain, they add lamps for sure. Which is a very good development. They had lamps for sure. Do you know you cannot relate with God based on my light? And you know I cannot relate with God based on your own light? You shine your shine, and we all. <laughs> Any tree that will be tall, you never find it under another tree. The tree must be exposed to sunlight by itself. That reminds me, I saw a photo of one of the presidential candidates carrying a baby, you know, and it was a very lovely shoot. Why is it people were saying, oh, very lovely picture, this, 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 and that. And then I saw some commentaries as well saying that, what's lovely about this picture? Why will he face the baby's face to his son? <laughs> Was he want to kill the baby? <laughs> That's the kind of life we live in. I'm talking about the election. Let me advise you. Yours truly. I'll be out during election. But me, I will have personal security. To be honest. I'm not, you know me, I won't play with my life like that. So, if you know you live in a violence-prone area, you don't have to do all those, I'm waiting with them, counting votes, or don't let them count you. <laughs> I'm being honest with you, with votes. Be very discerning. Be very discerning. I was telling my younger brother, I said, this is your country. Or this country. <laughs> I said, since the day I, during, I think it was in 2014 when I was studying in Australia and I saw their armed forces remembrance day, the way they do it. I said, who would not want to die for their country? Listen, this is how they do it. This is what they do. They list 
the names of people who died, maybe in Lagos Island, for example. They build a monument for them. Like a so they, when they are doing the remembrance, everybody in Lagos Island goes there and say, um, Patrick Oko, he was shot, he bled and died. Oh my God, they cry, they do all sorts, they drop flowers. The next thing, they start celebrating them. I'm telling you, do we even have record of people who died? I'm telling you, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it in 2014. Oh my God, I can't imagine. You know, somebody moderates that session. I can't imagine. He fell down with his head. You said the people are like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, it was so interesting to watch. I just, and I told my brother, I said, this is what happened to me. I saw that one. I said, if you go and die for, <laughs> if you go and do some election duty, they didn't send you. <laughs> God forbid anything bad happens to your enemy. They can even, you know <laughs> so please be careful that's my charge to you be very what careful Altunde told me that I'm now involved in Shomolu very well Shomolu is a very tough area. I know the funniest part. Altunde is from the smallest ward in Shomolu, ward H. And that's the most problematic ward <laughs> in Shomolu. I'm just telling him about where he's from. Don't join them to do, we can't it, we can't it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, let's continue as we shut down this morning. <laughs> it's good to have a mentor, and it's good to have mentors and teachers. But as time goes by, you must have a personal conviction. The friends making you not to stand for God. <laughs> I wish they would stand with you when God on judgment day. I wish they would be there to stand beside you when the Lord will be asking you questions. What am I trying to say in essence? You know, every time this month that I've preached, I've made mention to friendship. Begin to prune your association. I make friends for three reasons. 
Number one, the person will push me towards my set goals without having to push me out of my faith. Number two, we have mutual belief system. And number three, by that I like the person. I can't roll with somebody I don't like. Friendship is not by force. Friendship is not what you go into with emotional sentiment. Ah, and he always greets me oh, by the road. Oh, hey, I must check. The Bible says we should test all spirits. Unfortunately, we don't have to answer for ourselves. The guys did not live with an empty lamb, with empty lambs. The unwise, the foolish virgins, they didn't live with empty lamps. They add oil in their lamps. They add oil and their lamps were burning. The challenge the foolish virgins had was that they were not proactive enough to know that they needed extra oil. Tell the person beside you, you need to live ready and prepared. All they needed was to have a light to see the Lord when he came. Amos 4.12. That's it. Amos 4.12. Amos 4.12. Let's read together. I want to go. Therefore, thus will I do to you, O Israel. Because I will do this to you. Prepare to meet your God, O Israel. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You will live a life of meaning. You will live a life that gives God glory. Every ladder that the enemy is using to access your life and destiny. Is hereby destroyed. The enemy is under your feet. You will live a life worthy of your calling. In conclusion, Matthew 24, 44 to 51. Matthew 24, 44 to 51. I said when I started that maybe I should have just worn coats and bishop collar neck to preach this sermon. Maybe it will make more sense. I don't know. Let's do it together. I want to go. Therefore, listen, this is the, this was Jesus, before he gave the parable of the, tw- of the 12 virgins, of the 10 virgins, sorry. So let's read what, let's see what he had to say. Therefore, you also be ready, 
for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom is, faster, whom is master, may ruler over his household, to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom is master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you, that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him, and at an hour that he is not aware of, 51, and will cut him into two, and appoint him his portion, with the hypocrites, there shall be weeping and garnishing of teeth. May that not be our portion. In Jesus' name, I've finished preaching. So now, this is a message that requires a personal evaluation. I'll give us time. Maybe the next two minutes. The Bible says, let, ev- let every man examine themselves. God has put in us his Holy Spirit for a purpose, for some, for, for just for, his, for the sole purpose of not just to guide us into all truth, but for times like this when we need to examine ourselves. So I can point us in direction where ordinarily our flesh will not point us to. So spend time, two minutes personal evaluation. Fornication is still a sin. Stealing is still a sin. Lying, whether white or green or purple lie, is still a lie. Gossip is still part of it. Unforgiveness, disobedience. I'll share a personal story with us as we continue to examine ourselves. I have someone, a friend, someone who is very close to me that I love so much. And I helped the person manage and handle some money. And I did so very faithfully. At the back of my mind, I was helping the person because of the relationship we had. 
or we have, sorry. It wasn't a business. And something went wrong. And you know, the response looked so much like, ah, this person, ah, I felt this person should be considerate. Ah, I just did this. I don't do this normally. I won't do this normally. I was so upset. I was so bitter inside of me. Trust me, I kept on losing money. Losing money. Many of us are holding people that we can just a phone call speak to and say, this is how I feel. Or maybe we can even pray to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, give me wise utterance. Or that, that, that guide my mouth. Teach me what to say. But trust me, nobody is worth you losing your salvation or your place in heaven. Because if you ask their own side of the story, they may not even know what you are even going through. They may not even mean any harm too. Let us examine ourselves. Dear sister, that brother you said you went to cook for, are you sure it's only food you went to cook? Are you sure you didn't cook something else? Dear brother, she's just a friend. She's just like a sister to me. Are you sure? Talk to him. Mercy, O oh Lord. Dear folks, that brother, that sister that you have judged from far without even knowing the full story, yet you have condemned them. Is that how Christ we would want us to treat each other. That gist you have been transmitting without even doing any due diligence. 
Are you sure that's what Christ wants us to do? decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus no turning back no turning decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus I have decided to follow Jesus no turning back I stay no longer with you. I've made up my mind to go God's way. Stop my life. I've made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, Stay no longer with you. Goodbye, pleasures of sin. I stay no longer with you. I've made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. I've made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. Having identified those things, just ask God for the grace to live ready. Ask God for the grace to live ready. Ask God for the grace to live ready. To live a life that is pleasing unto Him. To live a life that is acceptable unto Him. tell us that to be honest these things are not as easy as it seems but of course God is ever present to release the grace to us if we are willing 